Welcome to Thrive with Confidence. This podcast provides insight into the Aquios Alliance, a buying group that connects private practices with trusted vendors and expert support. We will feature discussion with our vendor partners and optometrist members while we explore topics that will empower your independence. Hello, welcome to another episode of Thrive with Confidence. Well, here we are. It's in, we're into the fourth quarter of 2021 already. Who can believe that that has come around this quickly? Very excited to be joined by a very uh, quality young professional who has her degree in accounting, is a certified QuickBooks trainer. Her name is Ms. Kendall, and she and I have worked together now for over three years and known each other more years than uh, that even yet. So welcome to Thrive with Confidence, Kendall. Yeah, thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. And right now, you know, I think it's important to talk about fourth quarter strategy for people. I think a big mistake a lot of clients make out there is they don't talk to their accountant often enough throughout the calendar year. And especially here in 2021, we are seeing a lot of offices reporting some very high receipts collected in 2021 compared to 2020 and even compared to 2019. So they're, the business has really grown, Kendall. Have you, have you noticed that as well when you're looking at the numbers? Oh, yes. I mean, there's so many offices that because they were closed for two months or even more in 2020, they're all of a sudden seeing all of this growth in 2021. I mean, we're seeing some offices in excess of 75, 80% growth on the top line. Yes. And because of, and I think people did a better job after 2020 of understanding how to control expenses because money was a little tighter during the shutdowns. Oh, definitely. Uh, that I think we're seeing people doing a better job with cash flow management, which also means they've increased their net profit. Yes, I think one of the things that people took away is the importance of that emergency fund and making sure that you have control of your expenses in case something happens where the cash flow is not coming in, that income's not coming. So it's it's they realize the importance of that. So in your experience and what you've seen when working with uh, various clients out there and knowing what you know about taxes, what, what should a, a doctor or any business owner know or, or think about when looking at their numbers right now and getting hold of their accountant? What would be some of the benefits to talking to their accountant? I mean, I think they need to be talking to their accountant to see, I mean, especially those offices that are seeing this huge cash flow is what do I need to do now to help while I still have time to help with my taxes that will be filed in the in early 2022? of what can I do now to help alleviate some of that income? Is there a new instrument that might be needed? Is there renovations to the practice that could be done? It's talking strategy with your accountant now before you get to that 2022 tax time. Because so many times when you're talking with your accountant, you're talking about taxes that happened the year before of saying, you know, this is what you owe. And there's nothing that can be done if your accountant tells you, Oh, you owe you owe this X amount. You can't say, well, what can I do to to alleviate that? Because the calendar is done. Exactly. Right? Whereas if you are setting up quarterly meetings with your accountant, where you set them up once at least once a quarter, at least mm-hmm. you can talk with them and do that check in of where is my cash flow at, where are my expenses at, how is my net profit doing of 
you can create a game plan of, is there an instrument that you really want that you've had your eye on for a while? Maybe you want that new Optos that's coming in. Well, how do you make a game plan of, can you use that income that you've earned for the year to help alleviate some of the taxes and buy that instrument that you've had your eye on? A few instruments I've seen people, inter- you know, really being closely at are various dry eye instruments like the Lum- Luminous IPL. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one by Marco. Um, there's also, you know, people looking at NeuroLens oh, to yes. bring that in. So I think it's also important to, to question yourself as a practice owner and maybe say, okay, what have I always dreamt of to add to my practice that I could enhance my patient experience and maybe grow the revenue in 2022? Isn't that weird to say 2022 already? Let's just hope it's not 2020. Two T O O. Let's say if it says T W O and doesn't become another 2020. <laughs> Little play on words there. Not that 2020 was horrible, but I don't want to relive it, and I don't think anybody listening here does. So, with that being said, look at the investments of, that you can make in your practice. But also, I've seen some people, you know, prepay. I mean, last year people again had a profitable year in 2020, even with the situation. People prepaid advising services mm-hmm. uh, for for the next year. I saw people prepay various vendors and say, "Hey, here's an extra X thousands of dollars." So they have their cost of goods would be lower in following year. Oh, yeah. So they prepaid that. So what do you think of that type of strategy? Is I that mean, something that beneficial? And then before I go quiet, also, you know, one of your most important assets in your practice is your staff members. You know, if there's an event coming up that you, you, you might be looking to, again, invest and spend a little more money on something, you're going to get a big return on your investment. I'm going to make a plug for the Aquios Advisors Workshop. Yes, but, you know, exactly. So with that, I'm going to go quiet and let you answer the other question I asked. And I think that's amazing. I mean, um, talking to your vendors, many of them do offer prepayment options. I actually just tied a client that they were at Vision Expo. They talked with a vendor that they worked with and they're now going to be doing a prepayment plan to get some debt off of their back and because they, they are going through an increase of income coming in. So it's a great way to help get some of those debts that you've had on your mind, get those off your back, get some of those instruments that you've been paying off month to month, see if you can increase that payment to pay those off sooner. But then like you were talking about with staff, it, it shows your staff that you invest in them. If you send them to a workshop, send them to gain some continuing education credits, um, do like it helps morale, but then it also shows your staff members that you're investing in them, that you are wanting to see them grow in their career. What's something we always say is teach your staff to train your staff well enough to leave you, but treat them well enough for that they'll want to stay. stay. So it's something where that can be a great way to show your staff I care about you being here. I want you to succeed. But then you're also getting a little bit of a tax break with that. So yeah, and in, in addition to year-end planning, it's not just about just preparing for taxes so that and trying to invest money elsewhere so that you're not having to pay Uncle Sam more than what you what you need to. But it's also about you know taking advantage of year-end benefits that people have. Mm-hmm. When do you think you know people should start marketing? to attract flex benefits in? Is it as soon as now? Oh, yes, definitely. If you haven't done it yet, I would start now because it's going to be if you wait until that end of November, December time to start putting it on your in your social media pages that people should be using their year-end benefits, all of a sudden you're going to run out of appointment slots in December. And then you're going to have a bunch of upset patients that said, you told me that I should get in and now I can't get appointment. Um, but if you're telling them back in no, back in October here, fourth quarter, you're now giving them three months to make an appointment to be able to use those. And they, that's plenty of time for them to get in. 
and, and just like we're talking about tax strategy for, for the business, people at home are going to be thinking that too. I have this health savings account that I have. I need to use it before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And quite a few people don't, I mean, for, forgive me for what I'm about to say, but they don't recognize optometry eyewear as medical devices. And it is covered under health savings accounts as our contact lenses. So make sure that you're, you're making that clearer to your patient base and the people within your community, because it's a great opportunity to get more people in your doors to be able to help grow your business here throughout the fourth quarter. The other thing that I've seen some other people do is, you know, and I'm going to explain why this is not a good idea, is sometimes accountants will tell people not to buy any more inventory frame inventory specifically between now and the end of the year, because you, in some states, you will pay an inventory tax on that product. Well, I will argue that by not ordering back in your best sellers and having those available for your patients, you will actually lose more money than what the tax you would be paying would be. Inventory tax is very small compared to what your revenue per patient is. So if it means having, you know, keeping three, four, five more patients in your office and buying a few pairs of glasses between now and the end of the year, it, you're going to make up what that inventory tax will be. So, yeah. And you also want to have that inventory available for those patients that you just told them to come and use their urine benefits, exactly. be able to purchase eyewear. Well, you want to be able to offer them all that you can, not just a limited selection. Yeah, exactly. Because once you get, you know, I always tell people, Kendall, when you're looking at that frame inventory exercise and you're looking at what frames are turning over, you know, statistically, you only sell 20% of your frame inventory, all the rest are fillers. So you mm-hmm. sell through the 20, that 20%, and now you're selling your other frames that aren't the more popular, that not the better product necessarily, not the most liked product that you're um that your staff really likes to present to patients and everything. So keep your inventory filled. That goes for contact lenses as well. Be smart about it and, and make sure that we're not spending more money than you want to. And and then also the other thing to con- considering your year-end gifts, if you would, or bonuses mm-hmm. for employees. I think it's important that, again, like Kendall said, tra- or educate them so they can leave, mm-hmm. but treat them so they'll stay. Yeah, you know, I think it's important that business owners look over, you know, what, what the year has been like, what people have worked through, um, whether you do a discretionary bonus or performance-based bonus, uh, whether you call it a holiday bonus, a Christmas bonus, that's up to each and every individual to do so. But I think it's important to look at how, how you do that those types of things and uh, be able to make sure that your staff feels that appreciation for all the work that they've put in in 2021 and you you keep them going forward you know the other thing with staff members what about new year's resolutions kendall what do you think about staff members all coming together and sharing new year's resolutions both personal and professional oh i mean i think that's great because it's with a new year's resolution it's just like goal setting i mean you talk with your advisor about setting goals for the practice I think your staff should have goals, whether it be personal and professional, um, have them have them both because it can be something that can also help morale and the staff of if they all know maybe they have a personal goal that someone is wanting to cut back on caffeine so they're not drinking coffee as much. But congratulate them when they say, I didn't have my cup of coffee today. And it's a way for them all to support, support each, each other. other and reach their goals. Well, and I'll give you a perfect example. There's an office that I've worked with for years. I was out there in their office. It was shortly after the turn of the new year in their break area. 
they had everybody write their professional goal along with a personal goal on a piece of paper. And they it was a nice looking piece of paper, but they hung it all over in the break room. So everybody was aware of it. And as we all know, what's the most common New Year's resolution that people say? Lose weight. Lose weight. Exactly. So there were enough people up there, but they kind of, they took it one step further. For all the people that said lose weight, they, they had everybody go back and say, I'm going to cut out chocolates. I'm going to cut out brownies, cake, you know, whatever their guilty pleasure was. Mm-hmm. What that did for the people that you know, like to bring in sweets and things as they kind of curtailed when you talk to the staff members that they, they kind of shared, well, instead of bringing that in, I brought in strawberries from my garden where I grow them. Instead of bringing in a, a cheesecake, there's one person who made amazing homemade cheesecake. Instead of bringing in cheesecake, she quit that altogether because let's face it, cheesecake's, you know, delicious. <laughs> so, you know, again, it, it or people you know, that were trying to exercise more, they kind of got together in this mm-hmm. group. As you can guess, this was a pretty big office. I think they have about 15 to 20 employees in their, on their team. But it was pr- really cool to see how everybody was improving th- their health, but they were working, like you said, together. People wanted to work out together and they have a basement in their, their office as well. They actually brought in yoga mats for everybody to start oh, doing yoga cool. or Pilates together. The doctors invested in a stationary bike and I think they had brought found some treadmills that people, you know how people get treadmills in their house and they become places to hang clothes on mm-hmm. to dry them. They, instead of having them sit there, they brought them into the, into the office and they put them down in their basement. So they kind of put their own little workout room together so it was convenient for people when they got done working or if they wanted to do it over lunch they could do that by the way they also put a shower in the basement so anyway so again teamwork working together not just through the year end but also for new year's resolutions I think there's a huge opportunity for people to really help one another to be better personally and professionally. And also, you know, again, we were talking the personal goals, professional goals, I think would be awesome to have people say, hey, I want to learn these other positions in an office. And they put that wish list together so people can see and, and again, write it down on that piece of paper where everybody can see it. So now you can see some employees just taking initiative and saying, hey, Kendall, I see you want to learn how to do X, Y, and Z. I know you know this, and I want to learn that. Will you teach me? Now you're working collaboratively in helping one another to improve yourself for your patients and your business. So I think, you know, again, not only personal goals are important, but also professional goals to help people really become better overall for for the business. Yeah. So. And I mean, professional goals with your staff, I think, is also very important because it lets you know what your staff is looking for professionally. Maybe you have a front desk receptionist that is then really is interested in becoming an optician, but they don't know where to start. They don't know how to ask. Maybe they're newer. They don't know how to ask the optician, hey, I would love to shadow you someday, or I have interest in learning more about frame lines and things like that. But that's the great (laughs) thing about um, resolutions is it can give someone a way professionally to say, I want to step up into this position, maybe they would like to be a tech. And so it's an avenue for them to express that want. So some other items, again, we talked about marketing for flex benefits, health savings accounts, things like that. How often do you think an office should post information and reminders about that between now and the end of the year? Is Um, that a weekly thing? I would say, I would say at least weekly, just because there's, I mean, with the algorithm algorithms of social media, it's easy for a post to get lost because people are following hundreds of friends, hundreds of businesses. You want to keep that reminder there for them so they see that. So you really need to make the post kind of eye-catching too. Yes. Make it sweet, simple, but something fun. Yes. Have okay. fun with it. Don't just, I mean, you can look for ideas on, like, on Google, on the internet, but have fun with it. You can find someone in the office that 
is creative, that loves to design those kind of things, let them have fun and explore with it. And, and put some fun pictures up there, whether it's with Elf or, you know, other other holidays. You know, one of the fun things I like looking at from time to time, as goofy as it is, is what's, what's today the national holiday of? I mean, there are some goofy national holidays. So you might get people following your Facebook post just to, because it's quick and easy for them to find such a goofy fact right then and there on your Facebook post. Yeah, I think like, October 4th is National Cinnamon Roll Day or something like that. And today is like National Sons Day. So, and of course, my father or my son's father-in-law beat me to it. So I look like the bad guy. So he's got a post on Facebook. Hey, Patrick. Hey, happy Sons Day. Uh Uh-huh. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate that. So anyway, the other thing you should look to do is you should look to invest in yourself too. If you're having a great year, you know, look up a company in the area that does ceramic coating for your cars. It is amazing what that does for a vehicle and keeping it clean and protecting it. Yes. So, you know, if you want, if you wanted to give your, your staff members, if somebody got a new car, um, if you're in the Omaha area, where would, where would be a good place to go there, Kendall, do you think? I'm um, a great one is Owner's Pride. Owner's Pride. Mm-hmm. Owner's Pride would be a great place to take a car to and get it ceramic coated. I've actually had my car done twice there, and it's held up amazing. If you looked at the car and, and I told you the age of the car, you'd be like, there's no way that car is seven years old. Yes, it's a 2014, but it looks really good. Yes, it does. So, again, invest. That that might be a fun little gift. And make, and make those Christmas bonuses or those Christmas gifts personal to the employees. If you know that that's something important to somebody and they would not spend that kind of money on something for themselves, why not give them a gift card to that type of place or a restaurant of their choice? You know, again, personalized is going to be better than just handing people cash in most cases. There are yeah. going to be some people that want the cash. Don't get me wrong. If there's if there's something unique and special, you know, somebody is really into Somebody might want a new weight set for themselves at their house so they don't have to go to a gym to lift. Then you could look at, you know, getting her a, a gift, getting her a gift card to that, uh, to be able to invest in that for him or herself as well. Yeah. So, I mean, if you've ever heard Tim Merrigan talk, he'll tell you the story about how he was given a Starbucks gift card. He does not, he is not a Starbucks patron by any means. He loves his gas station coffee from the local Casey's. Now, if you were to get Tim a gift card, it would be to a wing place. Yes. The man loves wings. So again, know your team, the happier, more productive employee for you for the long haul. So there you go. Another episode with Thrive with Confidence with Rick and Kendall here. Appreciate your time here, Kendall. Thanks for having me. Feel free to reach out to us at info at if you have any questions, but make sure you talk to your accountant. Make sure you're posting on Facebook about health savings accounts as well as flex benefits. Make sure you're setting your New Year's resolutions, both personal and professional. And then finally, invest in your team. They're the most important asset you have in the office. It's been great having you attend this. We look forward to delivering more, more episodes in the near future with you and for you. Have a great day.